Hi, this is Corbin Granger and Barbara Jennings from Town Benefits, a subsidiary of Town Bank, and you are listening to an episode of HR on Mike. We're here to help employers navigate a complicated maze of human resources and compliance requirements by offering common sense analysis and suggestions on a variety of HR and compliance questions. Thank you for listening today. Remember, we're not lawyers or accountants, so our content is not legal or tax advice, but is for educational purposes only. Always consult an expert when you need legal or tax help. So how many times have you, the party in charge of recruiting and retaining good people, been blindsided by the unexpected resignation, you know, of a stellar employee? We all know how hard it is to find really good employees, and you just get that sinking feeling as you once again have to pull out the job description and compose another listing for a critical position. This is Corbin and Barbara, and in today's episode of HR on Mike, we're going to talk for a few minutes about an employee retention tool that you may have heard of, but that you're probably not using. Corbin, you know that I talk to a lot of human resources managers, and as you said, one of the big challenges for companies nowadays is retaining their good employees. From my consulting perspective, most companies do take steps to compensate their employees fairly, provide benefits, and to show regular appreciation for their employees. But I read an alarming statistic recently. ADP Payroll Service Company, they publish a lot of material on HR trends, and in their report called The Hidden Truth About Promotions, they stated that about 29% of employees leave their jobs within months of a promotion. Wow. that's yeah, that's a lot. Easy statistic. Yeah. Almost a third of the employees would be yeah. at risk. But today we're not going to get into anything specific about, um, you know, cause effect and that sort of thing. But we're going to talk about one takeaway from that report. And that is the fact that I realized that despite their best efforts, including providing opportunities for promotion, employers are struggling with the best ways to get employees to stay with their company. So let's back up for just a second to the beginning of the relationship. I think there are four things that are on the hiring slash talent manager's wish list. So first up, obviously, is going to be just getting some resumes from good candidates once you've posted the job. And then among those resumes that you get, you have at least one or two candidates who turn out to be as viable in person as they looked on paper. And then, of course, you're going to have your fingers crossed that your offer candidate doesn't have any hidden defects, you know, like a felony record for embezzlement or something like that. Mm-hmm. And finally, you're going to hope that your new hire works out and the relationship is long and prosperous for both you and the employee. And so once you've cleared those hurdles, what happens if that great employee then comes to you in a couple of years and hands you a resignation letter? You know, an understandable response might include making a counteroffer, right? But studies show that the long-term success rate of counteroffers is really pretty dismal. There are a couple of dynamics, of course, at work here. First, the employee may ask out loud or just in their head, well, you know, if you value me so much, why did I have to threaten to quit in order to have my needs met? Yeah, you know, again, in my own HR management experience, it took a while But eventually I came to recognize the fact that, you know, once an employee has worked everything out in their head and they've actually taken the step of giving notice, their loyalty very quickly shifts from you, who are now the old employer, to the new employer. And a former boss of mine used to say that loyalty waning is loyalty lost. Yeah, it's like breaking up a relationship. 
Exactly. And that makes a good point. By the time the employee decides to interview for a new position and then gives notice, they're obviously looking towards the future and suddenly your company represents the past. And, you know, I think you would agree with me, Barbara, most employees who quit their job just don't wake up one day and decide to resign. I think it's much more likely that their loyalty and enthusiasm have eroded over time. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. So the point of today's podcast is to say, what can you as the employer do to head off the loss of good employees? And there are actually a number of very common sense things that you could and probably should be doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, employers usually rely on several traditional tools for managing their relationship with their employees. That includes performance reviews, pay increases, and employee recognition and rewards programs. And they can, those can all be used in multiple ways. But um, first, these employee contact moments can give positive reinforcement that's directed at the employees. And then second, these tools give the employer the opportunity to directly state how valued the employee is. But what we really want to introduce and focus on in this episode is the concept of stay interviews. And I know we're all familiar with the exit interview, right? Where HR or someone in management meets with an employee on their last day of the job or somewhere soon who's on the way out the door and they try to glean something helpful a lot based upon their departure. But really, I can't imagine a better real world example of the old saying, Closing the barn door after the horse has already escaped. Yeah, so instead of finding out what went wrong when it's too late to salvage the employee, like you do in an exit interview, the stay interview, and that's stay, S-T-A-Y, and Corbin, I'm not going to sing today, but stay just a little bit longer, gives the employer and employee a periodic chance to explore what's going right and what the employee thinks would make the company or the employer-employee relationship even better. The idea behind the stay interview is simple, and conducting stay interviews is equally simple. Corbin, can you give us a quick broad brush explanation of what a stay interview is? Yeah, I, I'm going to, but I would like to say I would love to see you in karaoke singing that song because it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I like it too. But you know, yeah. you know how we are. We have we're, we have old tastes, but you know, but it's all good. Goodies. Yep. Right. And so the point of the stay interview, just to get back on track, is that it's twofold, right? First, it helps key employees think about and articulate the things they actually like about the company and their job. But most important is a stay interview program can help the employer hold on to the employees who might be hard to replace and who have skills and institutional knowledge that will be deeply missed if they left. And you hit on an important point there, and that is focusing on key employees. The stay interview process should include only the company's high performers and most valuable employees. You know, adding yet another layer of meetings with every employee, that just adds work for management. And honestly, that's not going to produce the results that you're looking for. So the first feature of stay interviews is that such interviews should answer really what's a pretty simple question. What can I do to increase my chances of hanging on to my most valuable employees? Yeah. And so that brings into um, focus the mechanics of a stay interview, right? They should be done by HR or someone at the management decision-making level. It should also be clear to the employee being interviewed. This isn't a performance review. 
and that they are able to speak freely with no risk of negative fallout. Now, we know that can be a lofty goal, but hopefully your company already places a high priority on trust. And third, the manager should not respond with defensiveness or negativity, no matter what the employee says, but should simply thank the person for their time and input. Last, stay interviews should probably be done at least annually and not in conjunction with performance reviews. Now, semi-annually might be a good idea for high potential employees in their first two years with the company. Yeah, and what's the goal of stay interviews? Probably the best way to think about those interviews is that they prevent exit interviews, sort of like a resignation ounce of prevention. It's probably smart to keep the questions simple. So for example, you might develop a short list of questions to ask. Things like, what makes you stay at our company? And then what would you improve about your job? What suggestions do you have that would make the company a better place to work? What is your next career goal? What is one way that I can help support you in your role? It might be helpful for you as the hiring manager, manager to answer these questions for yourself. And you know, just to get a feel for the process, it might be that you will come up with some questions that are specific to your situation. Yeah, and that that's really helpful. And also, what are the specific advantages of stay interviews? And there are a couple of them. First of all, stay interviews gives you insight into what motivates employees to leave your company. And this enables you to take action so that you can prevent resignations. Second, Identifying your star performers is valuable because it forces you to identify the qualities that put an employee in that category. So that way it can also help you develop more meaningful job descriptions and also enhance your recruiting effort. Third, stay interviews will build trust between management and top performers. Because since the interviews are not part of a performance or salary review, they encourage the employee to be honest. And that's what you want, honest, helpful feedback. Last, stay interviews will strengthen the bond a star employee has with the company. They feel seen and heard and will feel more comfortable coming to management if they're being recruited by another company before they decide to accept an outside offer. Yeah, and as we might imagine, there are probably some downsides to doing stay interviews. Um, so first, is that if you can't commit to sticking with the stay interview process, just don't start it right now. Many of us have probably been through situations at work where the employer announces some great new program, only to have it kind of quietly sputter out over time. So think through and plan your stay interview process and make sure it's sustainable before you start it. The next thing that you could encounter would be, um, you know, employees being suspicious of your motives, especially at first. So for some companies, it's, it might be good really to work on trust and general communications before you start a stay interview program. And then finally, as an employer, you can't solve every problem. You may encounter things through the interview process that you just can't fix. And I think if it were me, I would approach this by just being honest and upfront about it. You know, saying something to the employee like, unfortunately, we can't solve every problem, but what we can do is work together to work on those things that we can control. And the important thing is, I really appreciate this opportunity to learn from you. 
Yeah. And Barbara, you mentioned earlier that ADP statistic on resignations that followed promotions. And so how does stay interviews fit into that picture as we've been talking about? Well, along with the adequate training in the new job, stay interviews are excellent tools to use in retaining newly promoted employees. You're going to tailor the interview questions, obviously, to the situation. But having some stay interview meetings at regular intervals at, you know, let's say six weeks in a new role or maybe 60 or 90 days may ensure that the employee really considers your company to be their career home. Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate, but I think that we've gotten away from long-term thinking when it comes to employee turnover. And I really think that's a shame. But I don't think we should give up on the idea that a workplace can be a place where an employee wants to stay for the long haul. And utilizing stay interviews can help you answer the questions, what are we doing right and where do we need to improve? And probably the people in the best position to help you answer those questions are going to be those employees who excel in their jobs, you know, those that you really hate to lose. Yes, and we hope that this episode of HR and Mike has inspired you to think about how stay interviews will help your company build trust with key employees and also improve your overall employee retention rate. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as we enjoyed recording it, please give us a like. For comments, suggestions, or questions, please reach out to us at Town Benefits. And that's T-O-W-N-E. Our email address is townbenefitscompliance at townbenefits.com. And again, town is T-O-W-N-E. Products sold by Town Benefits are not deposits, are not insured by FDIC or any other government insurance, and they may lose value. We hope you enjoyed that legally required disclaimer and hope you have a sunny and successful day. And-